Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here. Welcome to the podcast. Another great day in my little town of Lodi. And I'm happy that you're aboard today. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever bought a lemon of a used car? Or have you ever sent away for a marvelous gadget for $19.95 displayed on TV on an infomercial and ended up with something that was worth about 85 cents? <laughs> Think about it. Which of us hasn't been hoodwinked by some smooth-talking salesman? Who hasn't been burned by a glitzy ad campaign that promises more than it delivers? Who at some point in his or her life hasn't been taken advantage of or ripped off? I think we could probably safely say most of us have been that burned over the years. And what is really difficult to endure, however, is the kind of abuse or victimization that gets personal, like when someone slanders our reputation or pulls the economic rug out from underneath us or even threatens our life. It's hard enough to deal with the consequences of our own missteps, our own miscalculations and mistakes but it's really unbearable to deal with something when it wasn't our fault or when we didn't deserve it. If you've ever been treated like that, you're in good company because the Bible is replete with folks who were ripped off like David, ripped off by Saul, or Esau who was duped by his own brother Jacob, and Joseph who was misled by his brothers. I mean, these things happen in life. But listen, God ultimately uses all these circumstances for believers' good and his honor. But for all of us, it's hard to handle. It's unfair, we say, we don't deserve this. If you've ever listened to children play, sooner or later you've heard them say, sometimes rather loudly, that's not fair. You see, children have a sense of fairness that revolves around what they want and when they want it. You see, children want the world tilted in their favor. Anything other than what they wish if they don't win a game, if they don't get to play with their favorite toy, if they don't get to do what they want when they want it, it's unfair as far as they're concerned. And you know what? Adults... If we are honest, those of us who are supposed to be adults, we feel very very much the same way as even our children. None of us like to be treated unfairly, whether we're children or adults. No human has a right to enslave another human being. We understand this kind of unfairness, this kind of wrong. But you know what? There are all sorts of bondages in slavery. Sin is slavery or bondage. Addiction. Poverty. Lack of education. Crushing debt. Chronic illness. Bias. Racism. And famine all are forms of oppression that people have to face in our world. You see, 
God's people today can also face persecution because of the hostility of some governments toward Christians. So what are we supposed to do? I mean, what are we supposed to do in these situations? How are we to handle them? That's what I want us to think about today. Because in the scripture, we find God's great story of redemption. And this story of redemption reminds us of truths that we must take with us as we live in a world that always seems to tilt away from fairness. And remember, don't forget it. Because God did not forget his people in the past during their times of suffering. As we will see with Hebrews and their oppression in Egypt, in the book of Exodus we discover that God heard, God saw, and God knew about the suffering of his people. So he came down to help them through the man Moses. And throughout the story of the Bible, we discover our great God coming down to help his people and using human beings to deliver us, and, and human beings to bring the message, and human beings to carry out his will. Listen, if God brought deliverance for them, then you can trust that he sees and hears and knows your struggles today. He understands what you're going through. He feels your pain. He's in touch with your infirmities. He knows what seems to be conquering your life. And he's going to make you more than victorious. He's going to make you an overcomer. We can trust that our help is on its way and that every nation, every ruler, and all people will one day bow to honor God's Messiah, our Christ and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Read about it in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 10 through 11. Listen, folks, we can trust that God is faithful He's faithful because we know his long story of faithfulness from the stories like Moses and the Exodus from Egypt. And because of that, we can hang on to the promises that God will never abandon us. Amen. Read again Romans chapter 8, verses 32 through 39. You see, God has given us principles that will help us, that we can live with during our troubled times. Those times when we're facing suffering and oppression and unfairness, you can always turn to God's word. God's word is a present help in your time of trouble because the scriptures know how to live, help you live in difficult times. I want you to think about that this morning. Sincerely take to heart what I'm telling you. You know, while the story of Moses and the Exodus is exciting, it's inspiring we are told less about how we are to live during these tough times. However, in the New Testament, the letter of 1 Peter and the book of Revelation is written to help us know how to endure, how to live as God's holy people, how to hang on to hope and live in ways that bring God's blessing in the middle of our unfairness. Our role isn't just to be faithful, but it is also to bring God's blessing to those around us. Notice what people Peter told Christians facing persecution and unfairness. But in your hearts, he said, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Did you hear that, folks? Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you, how are you dealing with this? How are you hanging on? Where are you getting your hope? And he said, when you do this, 
do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Why? For it's better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. Listen, friends. As Christians, we have to learn how to be gentle messengers of a glorious hope that we have in our risen Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, God wants us to bring his deliverance and his kingdom values to life on earth today, to your family first, to your neighbors, to your community, to your nation, and to the world. You know, when you recall the rest of the story, how God delivered his people from the brutal oppression of Pharaoh and the Egyptians and other oppressors who came later, you understand God's people were delivered. And when they were delivered, the Lord gave them his law. And he had principles that they must obey about how they are to treat others. God's deliverance of his people from oppression was not so that they could oppress their enemies. God wanted his people to, his people to treat others differently than they had been treated. And he made that clear that those who were vulnerable, those who were facing other kinds of oppression, like widows and the fatherless and the foreigners and the poor in the land, were to be treated kindly and fairly. See, this is how Christians should be responding to those who are hurting and broken and those who are oppressed, those who are afflicted, to be treated kindly and fairly. In fact, Jesus reiterates that what God had told his people through Moses when he said very simply, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's what we need to learn how to pledge. To God's people, we need to pledge to value others and treat others as he would, bringing the principles of heaven down to earth as we seek to live out God's kingdom and its righteous character and gracious compassion in our world today. You see, because the world isn't fair, friends. Our world isn't fair. Our role, our part in this unfair world is to join God in living differently. Our children are right about our world in declaring that it's not fair. Our world isn't fair. It isn't fair at all. We are here to be the Lord's agents, his representatives, to be a testimony of higher principles than fairness. We're here in this world to be God's messengers of redemption, of hope, hope eternal, hope everlasting. And we hope, I hope, you will continue to join me as I continue on this journey of sharing God's redemption and answer God's call to live a higher standard, a kingdom standard. This is what Brother Johnny tries to do and implores you to do today. Learn to be kind. Don't be fearful. Don't draw back. Don't give up. Don't bury your head in the sand. Stand up. Speak up. Speak with truth, but speak, speak it with a spirit of gentleness and kindness and care and compassion. Amen. Because the truth is a message of freedom. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So today in an unfair world, learn to speak fairly 
and kindly. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in today. And please share this podcast forward to your friends and family. And guess what? We'll see things happen step by step, step by step. That's how it works. Amen and amen.